Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. So today's episode is about minimalism, right? You hear about it. It seems a little, well, it may seem a little crazy to you or it may seem desirable to you, but you're kind of like, will I have everything I need? You know, does it look you know, the look of a minimalist house may appeal to me, but it also looks a little stark, like no one lives there. It's cold. Can I be, a, you know, do I have to go cold turkey with my minimalism? Do I or can I, you know, have aspects of minimalism in my life? On a saving Sunday, I spoke about how clutter can um decluttering can save you money because then you can see everything that you have you don't find yourself having you know doubles and triple triples or stuff because you have like all these junk drawers over your house and just you know clearing stuff out and making sure that everything has a space in a home so in the ideal world i think i like minimalism i definitely like the idea of saving money through minimalism. Um, I feel often like there's just too much stuff in my house. So like, how do I, I clear it up? And so I started doing some research, um, seeing as my son went off to college, you know, he cleared out a lot of stuff. He had to try on a lot of stuff and say like, I can't fit this. I haven't used this. I haven't read this book since I was five years old. You can take it and give it to somebody else. So he really did a lot of decluttering of his space in preparing to go to college. So for me, it kind of was like, okay, if he can do it, I need to start this process as well. And I've always toyed and gone back and forth with the idea of minimalism. So before we delve really into, you know, how minimalism may support you in saving money, let's just talk about what minimalism is. And so in minimalist design, and what you want to do is you have the fewest elements or uses to maximize the impact. So if you think about a model home, if you go see a model home or a model apartment, which what most people love about it when they go in and see is like, it just seems very clear and clean. And like, you know, you could just go and have a seat and be comfortable. You don't have to move anything. You don't have to adjust. It's just 
wow, there's nothing extra anywhere that is distracting or that you have to dust or anything like that. So it's just really having what's only essential to live or what's essential in this to make the space what it is, that is is minimalism. So we like things. Some of us like furry things. Some of us like knickknacks. Some people want pictures of their family in, in their home or experiences that they have. They have to have a TV. They have to have a speaker. If you're old school, you need a album. You may need a bar. Like I have a bar in my house. I don't even drink. Um, so just like what is essential in the space? So how can minimalism help you save money? First is if you're transferring to a minimalist, minimal, minimalist lifestyle, you can sell all the extra possessions in your home that you don't need. You have things like Facebook Marketplace, Craigslist still exists, um, Poshmark for your clothings. You can clothing. You can go to uh, a consignment shop if you have high end um, and designer clothing items, and you know donate them there or send them to the consignment shop and get money back on them when they sell. So getting rid of the items can actually bring you money. In addition, um, if you're like me and you don't have a lot of designer stuff, donating those your clothing items can, you know, you can write them off on your donation for, for your taxes. And I know there's a standard deduction, but, you know, depending on how much stuff you have in your house that you no longer need, your donations may exceed the standard deduction. So the first thing that minimalism you know, the first way that minimalism can help you in saving money is, sa- is selling those extra items that are not essential to your space or to your life and take that money and put it in your vacation fund, your emergency fund, your home improvement fund, you know, whatever works for you there. Another way that minimalism can help you is it lessens the likelihood that you will make duplicate purchases. In my house, there are three drills because my laundry room is a bit of a mess and we're looking for the drill. We couldn't find it. We needed the drill. We got another drill and then I won a drill. So that was the three drills are now in the house. I don't need three drills. I only need one drill. So I could sell two of those drills And then someone was like, well, you need one and then you need a backup. Like, do I really, if I'm really being honest, when's the last time I used the drill? But they're still here. And so I know in my heart of hearts, I could probably sell all three drills and be okay. But that's what I mean about having duplicates or in my case, even triplicates. So having a minimalist lifestyle will totally help you in lessening the the amount of time that you would have duplicates in mine may be um, drills and the like. Yours may be what a spatulas. I don't know. But you know that there are things that you have 
duplicates and possibly triplicates of because you couldn't find it when you were when you were looking for it initially and you have a clearer picture of what's available in your house the less items that you have you don't have to go digging for things or opening boxes and that sort of thing the other way that minimalism can help you is it makes you become really intentional about intentional about what you are purchasing you're asking yourself one do i need it two is there do i have a do i have space for it or a space to store it if it needs um to be stored do i need to own it or can i borrow it you know i went you know always home improvement i bought a paint sprayer cuz i was working on this project and i bought a, a paint sprayer and then you know i went on facebook and showed my friends what i did the facebook and then a girlfriend of mine was like oh you know what I need to paint. So she came and she borrowed mine and she, my paint sprayer, and then she brought it back to me. She was more than happy to do that because one, she didn't have to pay me to utilize it. Two, she was like, oh girl, come get this paint sprayer because I don't need this cluttering up my house. So now it is still cluttering up my house. I haven't used that paint sprayer probably in over 10 years. Um, But again, that's what intentional buying, because would it may have been cheaper for me to just borrow a paint sprayer than to purchase one so that is being intentional with my buying then focusing on needs rather than wants right example i have a bar cart in my house as i said i don't drink when people come to my house they bring their own alcohol my bar is like practically full, fully stocked because they know if they leave it here, when they come back, it's still going to be here because nobody in my house drinks. I look at the bar cart. It was this little cute Target bar cart. I like the idea of having a bar cart, even though I don't drink, but it's, it's taking space up in my living room. Do I really need it or was it a want? Hmm. When you're thinking about living a minimalist lifestyle, you're always questioning what you're bringing into your house and why, or what you're bringing into the space that you're practicing minimalism in. Because you may not be be ready to go full minimalism. You may want to say in this room, whether it's your office space, if it's your baby's nursery, if it's your bedroom, your bathroom, you might just start in one area of your house and not just go cold turkey. But once you start enjoying the house, I'm sure that other spaces you're like, yeah, I need to declutter that and I need to be minimalist in, you know, in this area of, of you know, in my house as well. So again, it helps you by allowing being a minimalist can help you in allowing you to sell items um, purchasing less duplicate items, being intentional about your buying, and focusing on your needs over your wants. The next one is honing in on quality. So what does that mean? I learned this lesson probably in my 30s. Um, Someone said it to me in my 20s and I didn't quite get it. I don't know if I didn't quite get it or I quite couldn't afford it. So 
I, um, I'm a saver. I'm always like, hmm, how much value? Like, is, are these shoes worth this money? Is, is the coat worth this money? That sort of thing. But when you hone in on quality and you're spending money, I find on quality and not trendy items, those items last forever. And therefore, you're not buying duplicate items. You're not throwing and replacing and replacing items rapidly because it's quality. Example, years ago in the quality of coal, you know, I, you know, I bought some Cole Haan Oxfords. I'm thinking at this time, it may like be 15 years ago. I don't know. Yeah, it was really many, it was many, many years ago. Um, so at the time, these Oxfords, these Kohan Oxfords were $250. And so if it was like 15 years ago, I was like in my 30s and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to pay $200 for some shoes. And the reason that I bought, I paid the $200 for the shoes was because Kohan's quality at that time was unbelievable. I think this is before Nike bought them. Their, the quality of the shoes were unbelievable. They were leather soles that I could put a lift on um, and just really maintain the shoes well. I still have the shoes to this day. They are still in style. If I want to wear a pair of slacks, I, I bought a pair in black and a pair in brown. The quality is impeccable. And the fact that 15 years later, the shoes are still stylish and they are still in great shape speaks to the quality of the shoes and the fact that I didn't have to buy another style of Oxford again um, for 15 years because the shoes work that well. And, And so just honing in on that quality, like, oh my goodness, and I don't know why I keep thinking clothes, but the thing is, clothes is one of the one of those items that we kind of, with the advancement of companies like Shein and H and M, we kind of like buy disposable, trendy clothes. But if you are looking at the quality of the clothes, those pieces, your quality pieces, can last you over time. And I remember that I was in the Essence magazine office when someone who worked there and they were like, no, you pay $200 for the shoes or you pay $400 for the shoes because they are quality and they are timeless and they will walk you through years of your life. And I was just kind of like, but I can't afford the $400 shoes. Uh, But when you're thinking about the quality, you know, when I opened my uh, traditional public school, I used to stand outside every day rain, snow, sleet. And I had these pair of Uggs that I actually bought from the Ugg outlet and they zipped up. I've never seen another pair zipped. I had those Uggs for 10 years. Like the only reason why I got rid of them is because I finally got a stain in them that I couldn't get out. But the idea that I didn't have to buy winter boots for 10 years, that they would stand, like I could stand in the snow, in the rain, in the ice, and greet my kids every morning in these boots. And I don't need, I think I might have paid $100 for them. Is unbelievable. So honing in on the quality so that it 
last over time saves you money. That goes, I even think I put that to the house. I bought a house that was 100 years old. Um, that was almost 100 years old when I, no, it was 100 years old when I purchased it. But it has stood the test of time, right? You know, it's been here. And some of the finishings have been here <laughs> all that time. And so just thinking about quality and not doing something on the quick and cheap if you're going to have to replace it again. So honing in on quality. Being, um, and it also saves you money uh, in housing, which means if you're a minimalist, you have less stuff. So you have less stuff to store, which means you can possibly live in a smaller um, house or apartment because you don't need the space to store the stuff. Um, in preparing for this, and it's kind of like these ideas come into my head, and then I feel like social media supports me 110% where it was just kind of like the more like do you own your stuff or does your stuff own you because you have so much stuff you need you know a bigger house which means the stuff is owning you right is the bigger house bringing you joy is it going to make you happy so thinking about minimalism in saving you money in these ways are important. So again, you can sell your extra items, which will bring in money. Then it causes you to make less duplicate purchases. It helps you be more intentional about your buying. It allows you to focus more on your needs over your wants. You hone in on the quality of the items as well, so you're buying items that are not requiring you to buy more of those items. And then you can possibly save on housing because you don't need as big of a home to store a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> so really, you know, think about that. In an effort to help you minimize in today's world, you can digitize your movies and your books you can just eliminate the stuff um and if you're saying like okay miss black i'm getting rid of all of these things what can that may free up money for investing you can cut out meaningless expenses and you can appreciate what you have, right? You go through these things and you're like, oh my God, I'm so fortunate to have this or this is my favorite, this, and I'm going to utilize it that way. And just, you know, appreciate what you have. So that is how you can, how minimalists can not only save you money, but bring joy to your life and your existence. Oftentimes when we think of minimalism, we think of denying ourselves things instead of being intentional about what we're purchasing and buying things that we need, not want, and have quality. So the biggest action step that you can take in starting a minimalist life is just starting in one area or one thing. Don't go through your whole house and be like, oh, I'm going to get rid of all this stuff. Start slow but small. It may be as simple as 
getting rid of a junk drawer or going through a junk drawer. It may be, okay, which room do I have the least amount of stuff in? How can I declutter it a bit more? Maintaining that space for a specific amount of time before moving on to the next space. So take that action. Consider if minimalism is the way for you to go. And those are the ways that it can help you save money. Thank you for listening. Remember, stay in the black. I look to speak to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...